Welcome everyone. I'm Vern Davis. I am your host of Plant Profits, and today my guest is Mr. Stephen Jung. Stephen is the Chief Operating Officer of PAX. Stephen, welcome. Thank you. Good hey. to see you again, Vern. Oh, good to see you too, man. Yeah. It's been too long. It has, amazingly. <laughs> <laughs> but some, a birdie told me you've been busy. Uh, a little bit. We've <laughs> <laughs> got a lot going on. That is that is uh, that is awesome, man. It's been what eighteen months? How long have you been there now? Uh, a year. It's it's only been a year. Has it been a year? Just yeah. a year? Yeah. Okay. A year. Okay. Yeah, I thought it was a little bit before we saw each other a year ago. Yeah, yeah, it was just before. Yeah. Just before I started. Yeah. 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 No, yeah. that's that is is great. So tell me, man, what. What are you guys doing? In, I mean, you guys are a technology company, basically, right? That is our, that's our history. That's our origin. Yeah. Uh, and this year, at the start of 2022, we began the transition to become a cannabis company uh -huh. uh, with products that actually are, um, well, touch the plant. And so okay. we, we went beyond just the devices and the technology, which we're obviously known for, the market-leading right. uh, IP that we have. Um, and our belief was always that we'd be able to design a system and an experience where you take the device and a product that are actually meant to work perfectly together, right? Okay. And so that's our opportunity, and, and we are the only ones that are doing that. And so I think that's, um, that's gone incredibly well so far. So we started this year in zero markets with products. Um, as of today, <laughs> we're actually live in four markets between the U.S. and Canada. Okay. Uh, and we started, of course, using our air line of devices, the oil vaporizers. Okay. Uh, with products there, starting with a live rosin with natural diamonds product. Mm -hmm. uh, and then we moved from that to a just a pure diamonds product. Um, and we are preparing to actually bring out a third product into the line uh, of the era, era devices. And then just recently, we actually updated the PAX devices for all of those uh, really faithful PAX fans out there. Uh, we finally have a <laughs> there's a lot of them there. Yeah. There's a lot of them. There are millions. Yeah, uh, yeah. And and we we heard you and we responded. <laughs> and so this is exciting because this is an upgrade, um, you know, a significant upgrade in terms of the ease, the convenience mm -hmm. of the the device itself. Um, the overall experience now is uh, is even better than what we've always been known for. Okay. Um, and that's the Pax Mini and the Pax Plus, uh, which we're launching. The Pax Mini, which I actually brought here. Um, this is now the smallest device that we've ever created um, and is also the simplest and easiest device to use. It heats up in just over 20 seconds. 20 seconds. 20 seconds. Yeah. Wow. The cleaning of the oven is incredibly easy. Mm -hmm. You know, what we did is we did a, a ton of consumer research and we sat down with folks that were both users of PAX and also folks that did not use it to understand what is it that you really, um, what's your pain point? What is it that okay. we can't solve for you? And based on that feedback, it, it was very clear that of all the things, it was simplicity and mm -hmm. convenience that people needed. And so that was what we focused on with this, uh, mm -hmm. with the Pax Mini. It's actually attractive. Yep. It yeah. is you know, incredibly smooth to the touch. Mm -hmm. um, again, I think we're very well known for our design. Uh, it's beautiful, and, man. Uh, the, Simple. The quality of the devices. Yeah. yeah. That's great. You know, and, and the Pax Plus, of course, is just the, the higher end version of even this. Uh, it has four experience modes, right? And so in this way, what we've done is actually taken it and simplified it further in terms of the experience. Rather than having to figure out exactly what temperature we'd want to set, the four modes basically range within certain temperature bands mm -hmm. based on which level you want to use. And of course, it still <clears throat> allows you to do um, both flour and concentrates as well. Mm -hmm. And so that is the higher end version, but honestly, 
I think both folks uh, are going to find are, are incredibly easy to use, easier than ever before. Yeah. But you know, in addition to that, it's not just the device itself, but rather also the consumable that is really exciting and interesting. And so here, what we have is um, I'll just hold it up so folks can see it. That's right. This is our infused flower product, um, and what you have inside of here are eight pre-packed infused flower pucks. Um, which you can take on the go with you, mm -hmm. and it take, comes out of this case just like this. This seal, you can roll back one at a time, go ahead, you pop out the puck itself, mm -hmm. and what you do is you take that puck and you drop it directly into the oven, you pack it, put the lid back on, tap it, and go. And, the, and you said it's easy to clean. Incredibly easy to clean. Yeah. With this product, actually, once you're done with it, all you do is, and this is always true even if you were grinding your own flour and okay. using the PAX device, you just, when you're done, turn it over, tap it, it comes right out. Okay. And, uh, and so, again, when you start to think about the overall experience for a consumer when it comes to consuming flour, um, this is going to be orders of magnitude simpler mm -hmm. and more convenient than ever before uh, because, obviously, this fits very easily into your pocket, and this also does the same. And you can do individual sessions with each puck. Mm -hmm. um, you can only use what you want to use and then save the rest for later. And uh, it is, you know, unlike most infused products out there, this is not using shaker trim. This is actual flour that's been ground up. High mm -hmm. quality flour using the legacy farms, uh, the traditional farms that have always been out there growing high quality product for this industry, starting in California. Okay. And, uh, and then we took that and infused within it our hash which mm -hmm. we have our own proprietary process for making. Mm -hmm. And that's how you get this ground puck. Now, that said, this is perfectly designed for the PAX device. You get the full flower experience, the full cannabinoid profile, the full flavor profile mm -hmm. that you get um, without all of the harmful uh, byproducts of what happens with combustion. But that said, if you prefer to combust, which obviously there's a lot of people who still do, mm -hmm. this puck is also designed for ease of use so that you just pop the puck out, you crumble it, put it into a bowl, or paper, and you go. And so having infused flour and that experience uh, and the quality of it is easier now than ever. That's beautiful. Solves a lot of problems very easily. That is, that is <laughs> the goal. That's right. It does. It is, it is great. Now tell me, that's your brainchild. I mean, you created that, right? Uh, so we've been, we've been busily working on this. This is, this is a good example of, I think what PAX as a team, you yeah. know, one of the things that we have is mm -hmm. A ton of really great talent um, okay. and, and very impressive folks that, um, you know, when you start seeing the innovation that we're going to be coming with, okay. this is a core part of our DNA and what we're known for. Um, I think uh, you will be pleasantly surprised. And, you know, as I was talking about with Andres earlier, mm -hmm. what you see, this is one of those situations where we have a pipeline of innovation and development that's happening. And so what that's you see beautiful. has actually already been done and created for a while. Okay. And what's actually coming next is currently what the focus is. And so we're, we're already two to three steps ahead of even this product. That's great. That is that's amazing. Uh, you're creating barriers to competition, brother. Uh, well, hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> Although these days, competition is just being in the market itself. It, it, well, it's tough. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I know. This, this, is, this is great. So you guys are focused on this pipeline. And you're and you're 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 looking at this in a very simplified way. It's it's really you're talking to users, and they're telling you, and what you you see is similar. You believe it. 
It it's, is, that's part of it. You it, gotta believe it, right? It's the first principle of any product development. Yeah. You gotta solve an actual problem. Uh-huh. Right? And and where you find the problem comes from the consumer. Right? Mm-hmm. They define what it is that they actually need. And yeah. for us, I think we have a, a very strong cycle of development around that. Okay. Um, and we know how to, to listen to and get the signal from the yeah. consumer in terms of what it is that they're looking for and asking for. Yeah. And um, you know, and then we obviously try to package that in the products themselves. Yeah. So tell me, we're in this crazy spot in the, in the arena. What are your thoughts about where we're headed? I think as an industry, we're headed for some very rough times. Okay. Right? The next six to 12 months. Okay. Um, and I think a lot of that is driven by the macro reality that we have. And, mm-hmm. you know, simply put, it's a weakened consumer. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, what do you look at? whether it's a consumer confidence index, whether you look at GDP, whether you're looking at unemployment, mm-hmm. all these metrics are obviously pointing in the wrong direction. Mm-hmm. Um, and then additionally, if you look at other things like subprime consumer issuance, right, over mm-hmm. the past two and a half years, besides the, the drop off that you saw during the beginning of COVID, it actually recovered and then fully eclipsed that right. going forward. And so there's been a lot of credit that's actually been issued for the past two and a half years. right? Mm-hmm. And I think all of that party is coming to an end. And so what's going to happen now over the next six plus months is, is obviously going to be a shaking out of all of these, um, all of these uh, weakened consumer reality that, uh, realities that, that I'm describing. And so that's going to pose a challenge, right, just generally speaking. At the same time, competition within the industry is higher than ever, yeah. right? Barriers to entry are lower and lowering all the time. Mm-hmm. And so whether you're a retailer, whether you're a brand, uh, these are things that you're going to have to contend with. Um, price compression is the first signal that you're going to see, and it's happening everywhere. It is, uh, especially in, in developed markets. Mature right? markets, mature market. especially open uh-huh. markets uh-huh. where... The barriers to entry are low, mm-hmm. right? The the competition is is incredible. Um, so as a function of that, you're going to see consolidation. Consolidation in and of itself is not bad, no. right? Because ultimately, what you should see on the other end are the strongest operators right. that survive. Yeah. Uh, and what that means is the consumer in the long run wins because they're going to have companies and brands that they'll deal with that are able to bring consistent and higher quality experience to them on a on a, on an everyday basis and you know, that should be the definition of, of what uh, survives this, this round of right. consolidation. But and I think this is a perfect example of what you've shared with us today of, of why you would survive, right, or why you would thrive is, is because you're actually talking to consumers and you're doing things that, I mean, people are going to consume the product. What we have to do, what you have to do is create brands and uh, functions of brands that eliminate the, the hardship of trying the product. Make it easy. Yeah. yeah. Make it easy that I can have it the way I want it. That's right. That's right. right. Um, so, yeah, I think, I think um, you know, so I do think it's mm-hmm. going to be a rough go yeah. going forward. Mm-hmm. Um, you're certainly already seeing the consolidation in the retail channel even, right? Which, historically, that's not been something that you've seen a whole lot of, right? Retail tends to be the stronghold when it comes mm-hmm. to overall performance in the industry. Um, but you're definitely seeing a fair amount of it. At the same time, supply dynamics are, supply is more abundant than ever. And so that only further puts more pressure, pressure on pricing. pricing. And of course, the illicit market continues to operate because the, the tax regime is, is punishing, right? Yeah. And so in that way, um, it ends up resulting in more price competition as a result. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and look, I think, I think can, how long can that go? 
obviously can't go on forever. No. Um, there's a lot of companies that are in the process of doing everything they can to try and get the business that they can get their hands on, but that business is heavily unprofitable, right? And so you can only do that for so long. That's it. Uh, and again, that's going to be a part of consolidation. Yeah. Yeah. Pax, your player in the consolidation game, you guys are, are interested? Always interested. Um, mm -hmm. We're lucky enough to have a balance sheet that is um, incredibly unique, right, to say the least, <laughs> uh, in this industry. And so I think while we're always looking, uh -huh. um, it is, it's a situation where, you know, it's tough to find something that actually brings scale, right, is going to be the question. Yeah. Um, and then if you find something at scale, what's the purchase price tied to it? Yes. Right? Yeah. And, and yeah. I think the bid ask spread is still a little bit too much mm. um, when it comes to that. But that said, we're always open for business. Yeah. Yeah. You, you know, in a market like this where it's so difficult, if you're sitting on something you know that's going to work, it it's hard to sell it. It's, it's just hard to sell it. You just think, I can, if I can just make it another day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I will say this is one of those opportunities, too, that, yeah. you know, I've long been a, a supporter of how can the industry come together to work through things. And, really? And I think that's something that um, there's always been more opportunity for, and I think mm -hmm. today is a perfect example of it. Yeah. Right, whether you're thinking about mature markets that have been open for a long time or new markets that are just about to open, take something like in New York. Yeah. How can people in the, in the industry come together to figure out how do we do this better, right? Uh, and, uh, and I'm hoping that we'll start to see more of that going forward. Um, New York is a, is a great case where actually I'm pretty optimistic on how folks are working together in that industry right now, but mm -hmm. obviously it's, it's very early days. So. Yeah. Yeah. You, are you optimistic that the industry will work together? Over time, yeah. Well, the hands will be forced. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, think, I think you're certainly seeing more of it now. But, yeah. Um, I think the the supply chain all the way from cultivation through to the consumer through yeah. retail, uh, definitely having more conversations and just talking through, okay, how do we work through this, right? Yeah. Um, that said, I think when you have new bills and policies mm -hmm. that come through and start to change things like excise collection policy and, and who that impacts and the timing of it, um, obviously that, that makes it difficult sometimes. It puts people at conflict. Um, but that said, again, ultimately, I think it will make for the right, um, the right outcome. Uh, and, uh, and yeah, uh, we'll see. But, but again, I do believe that folks can come together and that yeah. they're doing more of it. Yeah. I always ask you this question. What are you seeing in talent right now? In talent? Yeah. Uh, you know, I'd say there's a, there's more talent now than ever before. Uh -huh. Um, and I think cannabis as an industry, actually it's had enough years under its belt so uh -huh. that you have folks that have other traditional backgrounds that have now spent time in cannabis mm -hmm. and have gone through a couple evolutions mm -hmm. of what has happened in the in the space, which is really just a euphemism for saying all the all the like the bad stuff that happens, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, but that said, I think they come out on the other side very, very capable, and yeah. I think you have more of those folks now than ever. Yeah. I'd say actually on the plant touching side, yeah, um, the caliber of talent that that is here mm -hmm. is very high, mm -hmm. uh, and so. Is that pun? You can't escape it. You can't escape it. Yeah. Uh, but that said, um, you know, incredibly strong talent profiles uh -huh. in this industry. Uh, you know, I think um, I think that's that's again another great sign of what will result following mm -hmm. consolidation. Yeah. Because right? uh, talent naturally is going to accrue to the companies that are going to survive and do mm -hmm. well going forward, mm -hmm. and so those companies only get stronger as a result. 
um, as they become better operators, then again, that ultimately results in better experience for the consumer, mm -hmm. which then begets a, a virtuous cycle. Right? Mm -hmm. And that's the flywheel that we're all looking yeah. for. You know, I just think if you're talented, you're smart, and you've done what you just said, right? You've, you've spent some time, you know, we've seen people spend some time since, man, I really want to be in this industry. And we've also seen people come through and say, hey, I got enough of it. I, don't, I know I don't want to be in it, right? So we've, we are an interesting place where you can actually get experience. If you're acquiring talent, you can actually get experience now, <coughs> which everybody wants some experience if they can get it in most cases, right? So yeah. that, that to me is... Is, um, uh, is, is, is quite interesting. But if you are highly talented, you're smart, you've, you're successful, everybody's telling you there's going to be some bad times. I mean, everybody says the same thing you say, right? Steve, next six to 12 months, people, there's going to be a lot of people are going to, company's going to go away, company, some company's going to get bigger. It's going to be natural stuff that happens in the evolution of the industry. Then, would you think you would start to see people start to leave these other companies? I mean, before they have to. Yep. Yep. In moments like this, I think retention is generally, like employee retention, right, mm -hmm. is, uh, is certainly challenging but at the same time I think um, if anything folks are probably just looking for stability right uh, and I think that's again where folks if they're going to choose they're going to choose a company that provides that right yeah. in some way shape or form yeah. um, and uh, and so you know I do think again if you're a strong operator at the moment and you're running your company and your business well then it is a an incredible opportunity right now right because the point that you were making earlier, right, asset valuations being as low as they've ever been, yeah. is one sign of what the opportunity what the opportunity is right now. Right, and I think there's certainly opportunity to take share in market. There's certainly opportunity to pick up really strong talent. Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, so again, I think it is as much as it is a, a rough time, but it's also an incredibly um, opportune time. Yeah, yeah. It, it can be if you have a balance sheet like Pax. Yeah. <laughs> that it can be yeah. right yeah. absolutely and that's and that is that is so cool that is so cool um let's talk about the legal front uh oh yeah i mean when this election finally ends this i mean it's still they're still counting ballots in some states um so what do you think's next for you know banking 280 whatever what do you think's next? And when's the right time to do it? When do you think it will get done, Stephen? I have no idea. That's um, a great answer, actually. <laughs> and, <laughs> That's uh, the best one. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, you know, obviously there's a lot of opinion on yeah. when SAFE is going to happen, yeah. right? whether descheduling happens or rescheduling happens. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know. Uh, I, I would say it's always generally the rule that I apply is that it's always going to take longer than you think. Um, you well, know, we're there already. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so I think I think that's still going to be true. Um, mm -hmm. Obviously, 
if if we want to pretend to be political analysts for a second, which I I don't pretend to do, but yeah. Uh, but that said, like with the results of what you're seeing so far coming out of uh, these midterms, mm -hmm. um, that there is a chance that safe could pass, right? Um, but uh, but again, there's still some challenges in place there. Uh, you know, it obviously at the high level, it still is the most obvious area for bipartisan agreement mm -hmm. to make a change that ultimately is going to be good for the economy and for people, right? Uh, and I think that's that's important to remember. Um, because legalization at its core ultimately has something to do with improving folks' lives and the economy tied to those lives. Yeah. And, and I think that is a huge promise that this industry brings, right? Um, another reason why I think there is a lot of tailwind behind it for the next several decades. Uh, but that said, um, I'll go back to my first answer. I have no idea. Yeah. It's a great answer. It's a great way to end the chat, too. I appreciate you coming, Stephen. Yeah, absolutely. Good to see you. Oh, good to see you, too. Stephen Jung, Chief Operating Officer of PAX. I'm Bern Davis, your host of Plant Profits. Plant Profits is brought to you by Protus Global. Until next time, cheers. The opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast, republication, or retransmission of this program without proper consent is prohibited.